Happy Wednesday morning, everyone. Welcome to the Airstream Chronicles podcast. I'm the show host, Rich Charpentier, and thanks for stopping in and spending some time with me again this morning. Once again, running late. What can I say with the uh, changing schedules and everything? Things are getting pushed out a little, so I'll still be shooting for getting these up by 9 a.m. Pacific time every morning. And um, the sun is already starting to uh, rise later and set earlier, so we're moving into fall and winter, and that does impact things around here. So <laughs> it's darker in the airstream, longer in the mornings. So today I wanted to do a little more mobile tech talk for the other RVers and uh, full-time travelers out there. For those of us who don't have a permanent house location, whether you're in an RV or doing the van life thing or just doing the global travel thing and working while you're on the road. Um, today I wanted to talk more about online learning. So as you know, if you've been uh, following these podcasts, I'm building some new courses on Udemy.com. And honestly, I should have done this a long time ago. So way back, way back, I'm scrolling through my email here. Um, February 5th of 2013. That's right. I keep every email that I get. Um, back then, I was contracting out in West Virginia and working with a gas and oil company doing a mobile database for them, so an iOS database. And uh, I got an email from a person named Sean McCready from Udemy.com. I hadn't heard of Udemy, and I wasn't quite sure who they were, but they had stumbled across one of my Lightroom courses that I put up online. It was a subscription-based course on a, one of my old websites that's since been retired. And I had a um, full Lightroom workflow class that I actually taught in person for several years. And for all of my students who attended the class, they got a DVD at the end of the class, which basically had the whole class um, on video for them. So it wasn't the highest quality video or audio. Um, you know, it was 2013. I was still improving my skills with uh, doing these types of classes. And so I wasn't quite sure who they were. So I made a decision to um, not do anything with them. And fast forward several years ahead, and now I am working with them because I know who they are and that they're a legitimate business. But I should have circled back on that years ago, um, looking into some of the other early adopters with Udemy. Um, they've done quite well over the years, and you know they were kind of the first into that, uh, into that course environment. So I was aware of online teaching. As I said, I had my own... Uh, website with my own subscription service for that particular Lightroom class. But I was also very familiar with online learning through lynda.com. And I used lynda.com for years. And when I want to learn something new, I pop by Udemy and Lynda to see what they have in the way of classes. So while I was out in West Virginia and I was contracting and doing this uh, new mobile database for the company I was working for, I've done databases for years. So I'm um, very familiar with database design from my days at Sprint and AT&T and U.S. Cellular and Atlantic Western Consulting. And um, so I'm very accustomed to building databases. But something I wasn't accustomed to doing was building an iOS database application. So the final version of what I built while I was in West Virginia 2012 and 2013 was a um, mobile iOS database 
for uh, land leasing agents so that they could get access to information instantaneously wherever they were and when they were doing contracts with, um, with potential client locations for their land leases. And I needed to learn more about the iOS development side. So not the database side, but how it could be created and structured um, to work on mobile devices. So on iPhones and uh, iPads as well, and also work on computer systems. So in the end, the database I designed was accessible by desktop, Windows, and Macintosh, and by iOS devices, so iPhones and um, iPads. And in order to get that learning curve going, so I had the database side down, but I needed that front-end graphical user interface. I took a look over at lynda.com, found some classes, and subscribed to those classes immediately and started a very hardcore, very regimented um, learning curve. But in the end, that learning curve paid off because we actually deployed a very robust mobile database solution for these field agents and for the people back at the offices who were keeping track of the documentation the field agents were gathering. So Linda has been part of my life for a long time. Um, when I started doing professional photography, I did courses on Linda. Um, I also did courses on Kelby Training, Scott Kelby from Photoshop User Magazine. I was subscribed to Kelby Training for years and years and years, and I learned a ton, um, both about actually doing digital photography with my camera and being out in the field, um, shooting landscapes, shooting portraits, learning how to use portable lighting systems for portraits that are going on outdoors for some really dramatic images. And also, while I was on that learning binge with, um, with Kelby Training and with Lynda.com, I also took several courses on using Final Cut Pro. So on my YouTube channel, the videos that go up are edited with Final Cut Pro. Now, I'm not a high-end uh, videographer. I I'm going to call myself more of an average videographer. I, I can put together some nice pieces and clips and short advertisements for my clients, but I'm not making uh, feature full-length movies or anything here. I'll leave that to other people. So um, I also do, well, I've also created courses online for my customers. We actually give them a custom uh, tutorial series on their own websites. And I used Final Cut to assemble those as well. So lynda.com, Kelby Training, Udemy, they're all very powerful tools and they allow you to learn from anywhere. So you don't need to be in an office. You don't need to be in a large house somewhere in New Hampshire. Uh, you can learn anywhere. And one of the things that I've found with these online courses is that they're more up to date than other academic resources. Now, I remember way back when in the early 90s or mid 90s, when I started working for Sprint PCS, um, I was on a major learning curve from an economist in grad school to a network engineer for Sprint. So there was a lot of learning going on for me. And it wasn't something that I could learn at a university or a college. Uh, the material that we were working with, the technology that we were working with, was several years ahead of what was being taught at University of New Hampshire. I know this because 
my ex was a uh, mathematician. Um, that's what her graduate work was in. And on the side, she also did some network courses and some Unix courses. And as I took a look at some of the curriculum that was being worked on, I realized that what I was learning at Sprint was years and years ahead of what was being taught in academia. Academia is slow to catch up while technological evolution does occur there. Um, they're sometimes slow to catch up with practical applications. So where do you get that up-to-the-minute information? Where do you get that up-to-the-minute um, e-learning? You can find that on places like Kelby Training, like Linda, and like Udemy. So if you want the most advanced and up-to-date technology courses, um, one of these services might be the service for you. For me, you know, years ago, it's always been lynda.com. They've always got cutting-edge classes. They've always got people who are right at the forefront of technological development and information development. And so Lynda was fantastic for that. Udemy has been growing over the years, and so I've actually taken some classes on Udemy as well. So I'm an instructor, and I'm a student as well. So I'm still subscribed to some other new Final Cut Pro um, classes because I still work on enhancing my skills with Final Cut Pro and my video editing. Um, I don't take pho photography classes anymore. Um, I've got just about all the information I could possibly have in my head about photography. So I, I spent my time learning landscape on my own and developing my own style. But when it came time where I actually had people asking me, hey, Rich, I love your photography. Can you do a portrait session for me? Uh, I said no to them for years. So 2006, no. 2007, no. 2008, absolutely not. 2009, no again. 2010, yes, I started doing portrait work in 2010. But I was not comfortable with it for all those years before, and I felt that in order to do a proper service to my customers who were looking for these portrait sessions, I needed to up my game. So I utilized Kelby training for years. I also took the One Light course from Zach Arias, who is a photographic hero of mine. I love his work. And I learned all of his techniques for, you know, shooting portraits with one single strobe, one single portable strobe. And what I came away with, the portrait work that I've done over the years, has been amazing and astounding. I don't do much of that anymore because a lot of people have devalued the value of digital photography. So they want a two-hour photo session with prints and everything else for 50 bucks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, the editing that goes on after the shoot is incredibly time-consuming. So if you do an hour portrait session for someone, you're probably going to spend two to three hours sorting and selecting their images, finding those gems, polishing those gems, and giving them a final presentation of their product. So I, I don't do much of that anymore because people, you know, think that you can grab a camera at Best Buy and just start popping off portraits. Sure you can. You can take snapshots of people. But for dramatic lighting and dramatic backgrounds, you're going to need to step the game up and learn more about portable lighting and studio lighting and outdoor lighting if you're doing um, if you're doing portraits in beautiful locations, and we've done some of those. So Udemy, Zach Arias, Linda, Kelby Training, I've been using online tutorial services 
since I'm going to say like 2008 was when I was signing up for all these high-end ones. So Kelby training wasn't cheap, but um, I had the subscription for the year and I could watch any of the videos they had. Same with lynda.com. They do have a subscription service. And then Udemy does offer some really discounted pricing on classes produced by instructors. So if you come by during the right sale at Udemy, you can get a bunch of uh, a bunch of great instructional video series from different instructors for a very reasonable price. So if you're on the road, you're traveling, or you're a world traveler, whatever it is, if you want to up your game for reaching out and talking to the masses, maybe you want to improve your YouTube videos, maybe you want to improve your video processing, maybe you want to learn more about podcasting like what I'm doing right here, uh, maybe you've got something to share. Uh, you've got a unique insight into your discipline that you work in. You can actually do fairly well with these. So it takes time to build your credibility uh, online with these courses. But if you put the work in, um, you can do it. Now, like I said, I really messed up. Udemy contacted me back in 2013, and I didn't take advantage of it at the time. And I was also extremely busy with the work that I was doing, so producing those classes at that time probably wasn't feasible anyways. But there's, it's never too late to start, and Udemy, in the case where I'm listing my courses right now, is pretty saturated. There's a lot of courses, and there's a lot of courses on topics that I feel comfortable talking about, like digital photography, landscape photography, high dynamic range photography, drone photography... All of these things I'm highly comfortable with. Database design would be good too. And there's a ton of this stuff on Udemy. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try and build that class. Because if you've got some unique information that other people haven't presented, if you've got a teaching style that really gels with people, then by all means, you should go ahead and do this. The responses that I've gotten from my X-Theme course are excellent. I'm at 4.8 stars out of 5 stars on my X-Theme course. And the actual written comments that I've had from students are glowing. So I've been very thrilled with that. And that means that even though there's a ton of people out there doing WordPress and website design classes, I'm hitting a niche market that's interested in what I'm talking about. Would I just do a full-on WordPress class? I don't think so. There's a ton of great full WordPress classes out there. And really, I don't have anything new to add to it right now. So whether you're looking to learn and enhance your skill set while you're on the road, while you're doing this different lifestyle than most of the population is, you can utilize these services and get a ton out of them. I would say if you're going to sign up for any courses, make sure that, uh, make sure that you utilize those, that um, you don't just sign up for them and go halfway through it. It's, it might not be a university setting. You might not have a professor or an instructor standing over you looking for your homework assignment. This requires you to be self-motivated as a student, and it also requires you to be self-motivated as an instructor. The new class that's going to be coming up for me soon is a huge landscape photography course where I'm going to do the nuts and bolts from my camera to my editing to stylizing my edits and more. And so that one I've been working on for a while now, and I've still got a long way to go on it. I just uploaded 
and set to review a new course on the, my particular Lightroom workflow. So utilizing Adobe Photoshop Lightroom for managing my images and editing, editing my images. And these are images that come from my digital SLRs, my mirrorless cameras, uh, and my drone, and even my iPhone. So this course is covering landscape photography with all of these devices, and it's going to be catering to students who maybe are using more than one of these devices and just want to get their photos as good as possible. And post-processing with Lightroom is a great way to do that. So that class should be launched before the end of this week. It's in the review process right now, and then I'll be letting you know about it here, of course. So if you need to learn something new, go check out one of these services. And it doesn't have to be tech stuff either. They cover a lot of different topics. So they cover business management. Uh, they've got real estate classes out there. Think of a course and a topic that you wanna learn about, and it's probably available online. And so with that in mind, when you're working from the road, when you're traveling, uh, when you're doing your vlogs, whatever it is, there are resources out there to help you improve your skill set. And it doesn't have to be the typical university or in-person setting. A lot of this can occur online. So hopefully this gives you some ideas. Maybe there's something that you want to do different in your travels and you need to learn more about it before you bring it to life and bring it to the public. Check out all of these services. If you want really amazing photographic information, Kelby Training does a great job. Uh, Lynda.com does a great job. Udemy does a great job. If you want to learn about programming, if you want to learn about website design, if you want to learn about mobile app development, there are courses on all of these topics for you. So it's worth checking out each of the services. And also, if you're on the road and you're looking to earn some additional income, what are those unique skills that you have? Because everybody's got unique skills. Can you translate your unique skill set into a valuable course to share with other people? Probably yes. If you know your industry, if you know your discipline, you've probably got a lot to say about it. So in that case, consider signing up with one of these groups like Udemy or Lynda, um, you know, and putting together your own online courses. You don't need a ton of equipment to do this. Uh, you need a good microphone, you need a computer, you need a decent audio recording program, and potentially a video recording program as well. And then you're gonna have to learn a little bit on how to build these courses. By the way, if you're interested in learning more about how to build courses uh, like what I'm describing, please get in touch. If you're on the Anchor FM app, you can leave me a one minute voice message. And if you're listening to this podcast on other podcast platforms, you can contact me at rich at rlcdesign.net. All right, everyone, that's going to be a wrap for today. I've got to get back to work. It's 8.14 a.m. And I hope today's podcast was helpful and got some ideas turning in your head. And so I'd love to hear your responses to this podcast. So be sure to drop an email or leave a voice message through the Anchor FM app. As always, the intro and exit music on today's episode are licensed through soundstripe.com. And in the show notes, I've got a link to Soundstripe. So if you're looking for good music that you can license for your audio or vid video projects, go ahead and click on that link to Soundstripe that I put down below. 
and sign up with them today. All right, everyone, have an awesome Wednesday.